0: take me back when i was a kid never had to worry about what i did but i'm a man now what's the plan now gotta get it done no time for fun now take me back when i was a kid never had to worry about what i did but i'm a man now what's the plan
1: stories now? that need to be told mike young is in detroit that's me i'm pacing around an office building in downtown detroit while my studio is being hijacked, taken over, and <laughs> run <laughs>
2: by,
1: Stevie, by Stevie Gutman and Stock Tip Dave. They're in LA. This is my first call in to my own podcast. It's a little weird and uncomfortable, but I kind of feel good and funky about it. That's right. So, Dave hit the cue on the pivot. When I was in college, I got drunk okay. and passed out. Mike Young teabagged me and took a picture of it. I've never told anyone. Where's the I've picture? I've offered millions for it and been turned out. Great. Great clip. My claim to fame before I ever did a podcast, really ever got going in stand-up comedy. Doug Allen called me one day and said, Mike, I'm going to put your name in the show. Is this cool? He tells me that Piven's going to say Mike Young teabagged me in college. What did I say? Doug, it'd be a lot better if Piven said, hey, I saw Mike Young performing at the comedy store, and he was one of the funniest comedians (laughs) I've ever seen. He said, yeah, that's not going to work. It doesn't fit the story. So I had to sell I settled for that, and that's what we got, and uh, and here we are. I teabagged nobody ever in my life, have I ever even teabagged, Actually, but it's a good intro. Speaking and of stories. what's going on? Does it feel weird over there? Stevie, how is it in the studio right now? Are you we're, guys okay? We're, we're, I think we're
2: handling it. Dave, you okay? Dave, I'm going to pass it to yeah. you, look at comments, all right? Absolutely. My, but speaking of teabags, Mike, I got to tell you, did you see the article recently, what happened to Jamie Foxx? <laughs> it's the greatest story <laughs> yeah. ever. There's a woman from 2002 claiming that Jamie Foxx, she came back with him one night, her and a girlfriend, and Fox asked for fellatio, which is a fancy <laughs> word for a blowjob, okay? She said no. So she's claiming that Fox whipped out his cack and smacked her in the face with the cock. Now, it was so Stevie, tr-
1: listen, Stevie, I'm going to stop you right there, okay? Because I've got to just check you. Your parents and my mom are big fans of the podcast. Uh-huh. Let's just chill with the language, but let's go forward with Fox Story. Go.
2: What, what, what word is a bad word, though? I didn't use any four-letter cock,
1: words. No one needs to hear the cock. Fox cock. No one wants to... The, the image isn't good.
2: The, the, <laughs> the, the image is
1: beautiful. I know Jamie Fox. I don't want to see him naked. Anyway. But go ahead. All right. I want to hear story.
2: So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Fox supposedly whipped out his uh, whacker doodle and uh, smacked her in the face with the whackerdoodle, Michael. So... The girl is claiming that she was so upset the next day she had a panic attack 16 years ago and needs to go present this to the public now. Now, my issue with the story is a couple of things. Number one, unless you're Shaquille O'Neal. You are not no one is getting hit in the face with your whackadoodle by accident because Shaquille's so big he can walk down the street and his height alone and length probably of what he has going on, that's nice visual for you there, Michael, <laughs> will will be able to hit someone in the face accidentally or intentionally without them knowing. Fox, most likely, she had to be standing there waiting, and I would imagine she can move out the way, no?
1: I think the bigger issue with the story is the fact that this woman's coming out sixteen years later to try to get money from Jamie Foxx. It's like, I feel like there's like a something going on where people are trying to come at Jamie Foxx right now. I've heard a couple of talk shows where people are dogging him out and this one girl's trying to make crazy claims against him. So people are coming at him, but I'm not down with 16 years later. Okay. And by the way, if that happens in a hotel room, you were in a hotel room with Jamie Foxx. All right. When you can sing and dance and do comedy that well, Something's gonna happen. You this, know what I mean. You're not going up there for coffee and a club sandwich. You know what I mean. You come see a... Mike Young after a show. You're getting a club sandwich. you go <laughs> see Jamie Foxx after a show. You know what I mean. Something different might happen, and you know what's gonna happen. But so he... while we're in the midst of this big hashtag Me Too movement, I'm all for women. I'm all for you know locking up scumbags like Harvey Weinstein and these guys. You know what I mean. But there's another side to this thing. Let's 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 chill out, ladies. Okay, If something happened like that 16 years ago, you come out the next day during the panic attack. You don't wait 16 years when things aren't going great and you got two kids and you're a single mom and you're broke. You don't, that's not when you wait. You come right out. By, the way,
2: anou- out. By the way, you're also getting You're announcing to the world.
1: You know, you, know who has, you know who has no idea about hashtag Me Too right now? Who? Any rapper. Rappers <laughs> don't even know it exists. <laughs> I just listened to a song literally coming down here that was like, like slab on my knob, take it up, take it down, put a dick up on your shoulder bitch get right down, like they don't even know that there's a movement
2: what do you mean the, the they there' no clue. they think the pride movement is uh is rapper pride they, 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 they the rap the rappers are definitely way behind the times when it comes to uh, certain equal rights for short
1: it's not even equal rights they just don't they just don't care they just That's don't know exactly exists. exactly what, and there's no equal pay song, there's no song about. You know what I mean? Respecting that they're just going all in. Do you by think way, a rapper?
2: Do you think a rapper would consider me too? Would be like spending like just the same amount of time with both women during the menage a trois? So it's like the other ones included as yeah. well with a certain amount of time. I think that would be the rapper me too.
1: Yeah, that would be. There should. By the way, there should be a rapper named Me Too. MC <laughs> Me Too.
2: MC Me. Too. <laughs> Dave, with the impeccable timing on the tra- laugh unbelievable, un-fucking-believable. Oh my God, that was great, Dave, that was great, bravo, bravo, he was waiting for that, you know excited, look, I, I wish you could see his face right now, Mike. he's yeah. so happy, he was waiting for that moment. so there's been, been a couple of times I wanted to throw something, in. I'm trying to feel it out to into to stuff. There you go, you feel it out, baby, you feel it out. So, so Michael, yes. Dave's hey,
1: been working go ahead.
2: No, 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 just a lot to talk about. By the way, I'm, 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 I have a little bit of a bone to pick with you here's the thing my anxiety no 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 here's the thing listen i have to be honest with you 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 went to detroit okay this is not this trip the past Uh trip did they ask you about doug Allen? did they ask you about this one did they ask you about second what did the woman ask you in detroit what (laughs) mike's woman (laughs) mike knows what i'm getting at what did she ask you when you doing another podcast with stevie And what happened? Doug Allen came on the podcast. Kevin Conley came on the podcast. This one came on the podcast. What about me? What about me too? He too, Michael. He too. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You know how quick. Watch this. Dave, (laughs) your privileges of the computer are done. It's over. It's over. That's how fast Dave got knocked out from the thing. (laughs) So anyway, Michael, listen to me. They're asking for me. And you put in the other ones in. I don't understand. I got to, to, to stay, lately. It's it's actually it's on trajectory with my career. I've noticed is that people this. Oh my god, you're unbelievable. You can act this and this and this. Oh, you got any work for me? Nah, not the right thing for you. I kind of feel like your podcast is on trajectory with my career.
1: <laughs> Stevie, here's what I'm going to tell you that you already know about yourself. Yeah. You need to just focus on everything that you can control in your life. That is. Your your acting real your acting skills your connections that you're making and everything is going to work out okay for you. You know what I mean? You have this multiple this this serious this, I don't want to say it's just a Jewish anxiety, but it is like you are like from
2: no I defeated anxiety
1: one Belt comedy who's like worried that like, like you. By the way, right now I'm in an office in Detroit. I'm in the office of the father of the kid who works at UTA who's looking at your reel.
2: Nice.
1: What you do, now we're talking. in his office right now. That's Y'all, where I
2: am. I like it. I like it. I like it. Now we're talking. All right. Yeah, I, um, I f- that,
1: that's the office I'm in. But my point is... By the
2: way, is that an apology? 11, is that, that an apology for no, not putting you me called
1: on called me 11 times. In two days, did he see my reel? Did he look at the reel? Wait a second! Oh, we're really going,
2: going here. All he like eleven reel? times what in are two days, Can Michael. You talk at me? Can how? You just, I talk at me? How many? None of that how matters. many vertical conversations no, have you mean, had in the past five minutes? Eleven times in two days. What? Michael is a vertical expert at this point. Eleven times? You calling me out on eleven times in two days, Michael? Is there a single person? That's my in,
1: health.
2: Your health? I thought, yeah.
1: I thought I was dying.
2: Mike, tell him what's going on today. What? what what's the matter today?
1: Today. So three weeks ago, I yeah, I'm done talking about the vertigo. No, we're, we're done with vertigo. What me, happened today? My mom, my mom, who by the way I, is recovering from a hip replacement surgery and a stroke from a year ago, and I have the audacity to be complaining about getting dizzy for six seconds out of my life. So <laughs> I actually deserve to be grounded if an adult could be grounded. No, I'm tell the, happy with Tell that. the world. However, today I've, my anxiety, my anxiety has run so high on the vertigo. I developed cold hands. So all of a sudden out of nowhere, my hands are freezing. I don't know what it is. So then today they were freezing. I even showed her I even shook my mom's hand. She goes, Oh my God, maybe you should call a blood specialist. So she freaked me out. So then I called Doctor Rico. Shout out to Doctor Rico in LA, who's a phenomenal doctor, also an award winning filmmaker, which only <laughs> happens in Hollywood when your doctor can go win an award in Italy for a Frank Sinatra film.
2: And give it and, and so clear I what? I said he wins an award and can clear your valve.
1: So he tells me after talking to me for five minutes only, he goes, listen, Mike, you sound highly anxious. Anxiety and stress causes restriction in your vessels, which causes cold hands. He said, why don't you just relax? Stop waking up, drinking coffee and eating candy. Why don't you have some whole wheat toast? <laughs> yeah. Get your blood sugar right. Get your health correct and do what's healthy for you. Take and us I said, yoga. you know what? Wait, you're, you're right. You're... I'm going to call and get some acupuncture tomorrow. A little and start meditation. Care of myself. You don't want to Wait, been. your breakfast The Only was... time I'm happy really is when I'm hanging around my nephews who's shout out to my nephew Ian Young who's in the room sitting at a conference table made of marble, $75,000 marble table looking like a boss in a kitty shirt. Well, but why
0: are you eating candy for
1: breakfast? eats Eat candy I, all day. I got to start taking care of myself better.
2: I agree. For, definitely, health is very important, Michael. You have to make a decision. We talk it's about Number it all the time. one. Number one. Let me tell you, you could win an Oscar and have the flu. You're not going to think about the Oscar. You're going to be miserable with the fucking flu. So basically, health is number one. You got to start taking care of yourself. Because it's rough out there, Mike. I'm telling you. It, it, I realized I had a conversation the other day. I actually talked to you about this. You know, I'm realizing more and more, and I think we, we do, you feel the same way. It's dating has become very difficult. It's very weird. This, this this social media, quick online dating has become like catalog shopping. I, <laughs> was, I was supposed to go on a date. With, right. I was supposed to go on a date with a girl. You know what she said to me? She said. Let me ask you a question. And it's going great. I'm on like my A game. My, my message comments, hysterical. I'm like Richard Pryor. In the front. Don't worry about the comment here. I want you to look here, Dave. There's comments, no, there's, comments. There's no comments. No out. comments? We had some. Just say what's, mid- up,
0: what's up, Stevie Just say
2: what's up. Who said what's up? James Bro- Betterton. There you go. Tell him what's up, buddy. <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, they, anyway, Michael. So the girl says to me, she says, I'm going great. I'm like Pryor in his prime with these comments, going through back and forth. It's great. So she says to me like this. She goes, by the way, how tall are you I go, what do you mean? Going five nine. How tall are you? She goes, I'm five nine too. She goes, but it's not gonna work. I said, what? She goes, yeah, I'm six one <laughs> in heels. I tower over you. I said, excuse me? I said, I have to be honest with you. This is the most shallow fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. She goes, No, 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 it's not. I know what I want and I might as well be brutally honest and get it out of the way. I said excuse I go I go what fucking planet he's a terrible person yeah horrible what kind of planet do we live in I asked her I said I'm gonna poll my friends I go hold on let me get back to you maybe I'm crazy I'm gonna poll my friends and see what they have to say I go this sounds like the most shallow thing I've ever heard of in my life I go so we just had a great three days of going back and forth and we're planning to go get a drink and hang out and have a date and now we're not going on a date because of three inches but that's the
1: you (laughs) got all right
2: are we killing StockTip's privileges with these uh, sound? He's waiting very hard for No, no, no. That was right. a
1: good one. I all like right. that one. You
2: like right? it? All right, all right, StockTip, you got it. Yo,
1: Stevie. <laughs> yeah. You got Stevie. You got height shamed. Right. I did. And it's not a good thing. And by the way, it's a blessing in disguise because it lets you know that that girl is nobody you want to date at all. And if actually, shape is working strong and everything's back and forth smooth. And then, by the way, it's not like you're four, six. You know what I mean? But that's the You're point. Five nine. No, she averaged You're five. I'm the average height. Totally. She averaged problem height.
2: She, but my problem was, she said to me, Mike. She goes, she goes like this. She goes, I tower over you. I go, when? In what? She goes, when I wear heels. I go, what the fuck? And and then she made it sound like I'm crazy. She goes, I spoke to my friend, and my friend said, I should run from you because you're making a big deal about what I have a preference for. But back to the point, what drove me a little nuts, it got me thinking, you cannot, dating is not catalog shopping. You're not buying a sofa from a a CB2 that it fits the right adjustments and heights because everyone in life, I may be the right, the wrong height or this or this, but have the right personality because in 20 years... (laughs) You, you're gonna want someone who, who helps you get up to go to the bathroom when you can't walk. That's what you. That's what everybody exactly. wants. Exactly. Maybe.
1: Like, she, yeah. She doesn't realize she could lose both half of her both of her legs. Exactly. She could be five one by the time it's over.
2: But they all love the bus balls. I was. You know what I mean? I'll never forget the time I was. You need. Man, I'll never forget the time, Mike. I was in the laundromat and I saw the most beautiful thing. This couple. It was. It was this guy. He must have been about ninety years old, and his wife was probably. 88 and she was in a wheelchair and he was he was pushing her to the laundromat. It was so beautiful. It was out of a movie Dave. you Just imagine how beautiful this moment was and he was carrying the laundry in one hand, pushing the wife in the other as she's yelling at him how he's loading the laundry. <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. There's, there's no perfect. I realize no, you're never going to win. But this again could be why I'm single.
1: No, you're single because you were in a long relationship and things went south and you're not ready to jump back in. Not your fear of commitment is not as heavy as mine. I'm single, Mike. You know what I mean. My fear of intimacy and commitment is at a level that you can't even contend with. You know what I mean. Like, is your fear of commitment even, so bad that you I, you have I problems committing to yourself? Feels. what
2: <laughs> I said. Do you have problems committing to yourself? Like you make plans with yourself and you're like Ooh, it gives you anxiety. Like, is it on that level of you have a pretty bad fear? Are you
1: kidding? I've had I've had three plans broken amongst my by myself today. I was going to drive up north. I had a full conversation just by myself in my own head. I didn't go. I was going to go meet my cousin for lunch, Coney Island, go tear up some chili. I didn't go. And I knew I wanted to do the podcast. And being around my family, my brother and my nephews, puts me in a very nice comfort zone, very safe zone for me. So I shot down to Detroit. I'm in the city, and I'm in a beautiful office. Safe and sound even though when I look outside I'm 30 floors up and the vertigo I can feel it I'm I'm actually I'm, I'm actually I'm actually fine and I, I went for the safe route. I feel which, like by the way, <laughs> is not always the best route to
2: go No. And I feel what?
1: like Michael don't, you, don't you, be safe. Don't be so safe.
2: You're so afraid of commitment, Michael, that I think you might even talk yourself out of masturbation at times. That's how afraid you are of committing to yourself. <laughs> hit me with something. Dave, that's when you hit it with a fucking Sorry my language, but that's when you push the buttons.
1: There you go, Dave. There you go.
2: Ah, not my Do it, again, Do, it Do it again, Dave. Do it again. Don't
1: talk over the left. Do it again, Dave.
2: Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week in the Catskills. Yeah, you're a great crowd. Oh, I got one more. I'm waiting Perfect. to bust out. Yeah. Oh, da- da-
1: <laughs> Dave. That's it, Dave. One at a time. I know. I know. Yo, but Stevie, if in- y'all Stevie, interesting. You should say that. There's something with, ver- and I'm not kidding. It sounds crazy. With the crystals and the balance in your ear, uh-huh. it is called masturbation exacerbation, Wait, what- and it can exacerbate the effects of vertigo. Funny you should say. I'm afraid to masturbate because the other night I actually did. And I did feel a little bit of vertical rocking. I did tell my doctor the very next day about it. You rocked it your own world. just a simple thing. I'm fully fine. But, yeah. yes. You rocked uh, your own world, Mike. I don't Mike. Want to talk too much about it. But there is something to that. And <laughs> basically, it's, uh, I'll be going to my second psychiatry appointment next week. Uh, due to my high anxiety, I have no problem. I've never been to a shrink in my life. Very good. And my brother took one look at, my brother looked at me last week and said, I'm just gonna be real with you. You sound anxious, you sound crazy. You have the same symptoms that 11 year old girls and 70 year old women have been getting for years. And you're acting like life is over. So you need to go check yourself. And I'm already in, I got no problem checking myself. My last panic attack was in college when I took a bite of a tuna sandwich in freshman year of college. I couldn't swallow. I had a panic attack. I went on the balcony. I thought I was dying of AIDS. I had no idea why. I didn't even <laughs> really have heard of AIDS. by then. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I walked out. I thought that my roommate, who was like gave a hoodie AIDS? dude from Long Island, yeah. I thought he poisoned me.
2: He gave you the AIDS? I thought I got poisoned. She's Mike's like, it wasn't his his cock. It was him. He poisoned me and gave me the AIDS.
1: I thought thought he poisoned me. (laughs) I was so nuts. I walked outside, threw somebody, a friend of mine, off his own motorcycle. What did he do? I drove a motorcycle 90 miles an hour to an emergency room in Tucson, Arizona. I walked in. I said, I'm dying. They said, how's your classes going? I said, I don't even know what you're talking about. They said, you're having a panic attack you got to calm down. And that was the last time I ever had any, any kind of anxiety. But it, it, it affected me. They told him to stop masturbating. It, it does bad no things. No ever dies from an anxiety attack. <laughs> I was good. I said, <laughs> come on, Perfect. bring it on. Hey, way, I, it on. Let's uh,
2: go. Nothing wrong with having anxiety attacks. I've had them my whole life. I remember I went to the hospital once for a pimple. I thought it was an AIDS sore. And the problem is every time you <laughs> – yeah, I had a pimple. I thought I could swore it was an AIDS sore and that's it. I'm having AIDS. But the problem is you go on freaking Google and you Google any sickness you have. It leads to cancer or AIDS. I don't, I mean, I, I, and by the way, this isn't a bit. It's just the truth. Anything you – headache, it could be cancer or AIDS. You have a toe hurts. It could be cancer AIDS. Vertigo. It definitely is cancer AIDS in Mike's face. But, but just kidding, Michael. I mean, but the internet scares everybody when they research stuff. It scares the shit out of you. Tells you. tells
0: you. Yeah,
1: it's a waste. It's a waste. And by the way, let's just bring a full circle back to your whole dating talk. Oh, yeah, good idea. Social media, online dating, it's a racket. It's a money-making racket. You're never going to get as clear as you are sitting down in front of another human being and having a conversation. Everybody, Everyone online is on that quick fix, quick hit shit. I'm looking at my nephew right now. He's already online doing something. I don't what are you doing? Oh, he's playing a game. Okay, okay. I thought you're. you. I thought he was talking to a girl, and having ma- a text match. battle. How old are you, nephew? My old, he's 18. Say we, hi, Ian.
2: Get, let's get him on. Get him on, Ian, put the phone down best for looking a kid in the- Yeah, he's a good-looking Go kid.
1: Ian, let's talk. Yeah. At, at 18 versus what we're doing? Ian. This kid will tell you everything. He's the best-looking kid in the country. No, a good-looking kid. He's got nine girls coming at him, and he's not sure how to handle any of it.
2: What's and he, gets, he has you as an uncle, you know? So let me ask you, Ian. So today, you want to meet a girl. Do you ever meet a girl in public, like talk to her first, face-to-face, or everything's done? Yo, saw you on Tinder. Saw you on this. What's up? Boom. And then, is that how you interact today, you youngins?
3: I mean, I have friends that go on Tinder. I have friends that go on Tinder to find hookups or dates. Most people on Tinder are looking for hookups anyway. Nothing serious. But I personally, maybe I'll meet somebody through a friend over Snapchat or texting, but I like to meet somebody face to face in person. Any of my friends who come to me ask me about that too, I tell them face to face. It has to be face to face.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. So so you so,
3: And not only and not only face to face, but these kids are moving so fast in the world
1: that I tell Ian all the time he goes face to face, but he's still a bunch of girls will wanna talk to him at one time and it's he gets stressed out. He's not like Uncle Mike who had his pimp hand strong in, in Twelfth grade, Ian is a sensitive good per. He's a good go, kid. Ian. There you go. Ian. He's being respectful, so he doesn't like talking to eight girls
3: at once. He's it's not right. They can also find out easier today. <laughs> like it's not like when you were a kid where you couldn't go on like social media and like uh, see what somebody's doing or who somebody's with. Even on Snapchat, like they have these Snap Maps. You can see exactly where somebody is at any given time. What? It's so creepy. Wait a second. If I were to try and go with like three or four different girls, like flex my pimp hand like he likes saying, then I wouldn't really be able to do that because I'd get caught sooner or later. So, wait a second, A Ian, day or a week. Wait, wait. I,
0: I, thought, I thought they can request what your location.
3: What a terrible time to be dated. Wait, oh, wait. God, oh
0: my God. It's they, disgusting. They know where you are? No, I, I thought on Snapchat you can request location, but it doesn't tell you unless you request. And, like, don't you have to get permission? Right,
3: of course, but... How, when I'm you don't give permission, up. You know, yeah, it's, well, you're up off. to no good it's if you're not giving permission. I shut it off, but most of my friends keep it on just so, you know, if anybody were to look up on the Snap Map what they're doing, it looks like they're doing something fun. So, yeah, definitely. I turn mine on ghost mode, but there's still a way. Like, if you put something on your story, they can still kind of see where you are on that story. So,
2: wait I, wait, I have Snapchat, so I want to understand something right now. If I didn't put yeah. anything on ghost mode, anyone can see where I am right now?
3: Yeah, yeah. If you don't have ghost mode on right now, they can see where you are.
2: Mike, please get for me in to teach us how to do ghost mode because, I, that, that, listen, there's enough people in the world who probably want to kill me because of my mouth. I don't need everyone to know where I am at one time.
3: Yeah, no, it's creepy. I remember when the update came out, it freaked me out. All you have to do is you just pinch out, go look at the map, hit settings, and hit ghost mode. But I
2: don't get Snapchat anyway. Besides a girl wanting to send you nudies that, that you can't show the world, what's the point of Snapchat? I prefer Instagram, No.
3: Uh, I don't have an Instagram. So, for me, Snapchat is like the next best thing. Wait, you don't have an Instagram? I I don't. I don't. I used to when I was younger, but I I deleted it by accident, and I never really wanted to get it back. So, most of my friends, they're either on Twitter or Snapchat now. A few people have Instagram, too, but starting to go more into Twitter and uh, Snapchat. Really? That's so
1: interesting because it's going away from Twitter for the older people, which is natural. Yeah. But... I don't even know how to use my my nephews have tried to show me Snapchat. I have no idea how to even use it.
0: I've, I've maybe you know used it one Snapchat?
1: time. Saget Saget is a master of all of it. Like a, he's like he's got the same social moves as my as an eighteen year old. Mm-hmm. No Saget's he, he's, good. He's got like the skill set. He can work a computer phone. I thought like, you going like to say like the mindset. <laughs> yo, but yo, hold on, hold on. Let's. I want to ask Ian this because I think I think. There's a huge communication gap going on because if you're moving that fast on, on, on the phone and there's also this thing where like, you have FOMO, fear of missing out, in major ways as a kid now. Oh, yeah. Because I remember the, how bad I felt. I was freaking out if I missed a party in high school, one party. These kids can see seven parties going on I'm and sure. it must just torture you but but wait
3: I'm yeah gonna... of course i would say that i have severe fomo like if anything else severe fomo to where i didn't want to get a full-time job like some of my friends because i didn't want to miss out like like severe fomo so like on snapchat and stuff like that you can see what people are doing at any given time like whatever they're putting on their story and you're like oh i want to be there or if you get invites like text message invites like there's no longer waiting till the next best thing it's the first thing you get, you go there. If that's whack, then you go somewhere else. But like, yeah, of course, fomo. Actually, this is I'm...
1: what I try. I want to. This Stevie, this is what I want to teach my nephew, but I can't because he's 18. So it's natural for him to go through all this. Sure. But what, what I do want to say is like, I've been through that. Of and Stevie, you have, Dave, you have. We've all been fully fomoed out. We've been, like, we're like, I can't believe I missed everyone's having fun without me. But if you ever just settle down and just stay where you're at, that place that w- where you're at will turn out to be fun. And I learned that in high school when I was chasing party, chasing party, chasing party. In high school? And then one time I was like, you know what, I'm going to stay in an uncomfortable party with a couple of my friends where we barely know anybody and let's just see what happens. And it turns out to be great. And I think there's a good lesson in there to learn that you don't need to be chasing, chasing, chasing. I know it's hard to understand because I did it just like you, but I'm telling you, it gets better and you need to learn how to sit still. I just want to know, when all the Michael, happens.
2: I just want to if things have changed now that you and Ian date the same age women. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you guys been By on your... way,
1: I, you think I'm comfortable bringing Ian's looking <laughs> ass out to where I am with the girl... You, the have, the have you been on a double date yet? Have you been on
2: a double date yet? Like, whose game is stronger? Is Ian, is Uncle Mike's <laughs> game really that strong when you
3: guys double date with the, with the
2: girls? Or no?
3: I mean, I like I like to think that my game is pretty strong. Like personally, I that's that's what I thrive on right now. I, I'm enjoying this because right now, now that I'm going into college, we are dating almost the exact same age women.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mike. By the way, but what, by the way, let it be known, Uncle Mike's game, his street, my street game is off the chain. I have no fear of missing anything. I've talk to so I've taught these young bucks a thing or two. They've, they've been able to watch Uncle Mike do his thing, all right? So we're not dating girls the same age. I'm not, I'm not creepy like that. But Ian is definitely closer in age to some of the girls I have dated. Hey, that is a fact. Uh, you just gave me an idea because
0: Goal, Goal opens Most. next Wednesday, and so we can do a live podcast in Goal, and we can actually have you on a live feed in action so we can see your game live on the podcast from, from Goal. I don't know if Mike, Mike wants
2: the world to see the game in action. Mike, are you ready to Listen, display that kind of game I, for the when world?
1: When we shoot single mic, you'll see the game in action. I'll put that right on the street. But you, there, there's nothing that I don't want to go live and show you how to talk to a girl no. you've never met before. By the way, but I'll let Ian do it. I think that's a great thats a great single mic episode,
2: that. by the way. You go on a double date. Wow. With, that's a great single mic episode. You on a double date with your, your 18-year-old nephew because you date girls of the same age.
1: By the way, it's incredible. And what happens at the end of that date is I have a panic attack and he goes home with two girls.
2: Something loves. Well, <laughs> oh, to be <laughs> young again. That's, what, that's
1: what's going to happen. Of course. The girl holds my hand and she goes, Why are your hands freezing? I go, I don't know, but I'll be at the emergency room if you need me. Yeah, I have AIDS. <laughs> I, I think I have AIDS. I have to girls girls go. And his dad comes out on the balcony and sees what's going on in the jacuzzi at the house. <laughs> The unbelievable. That, that's what'll happen. This kid's so smooth. Him and his brother. His brother what, how old is his
3: brother? Yeah, Cameron's not on the dating radar at all. No, He don't care. He's a he's no, straight no, no, locker no, room no. job. No, actually, last party I went to with my brother, I usually don't like to go to parties with my brother because the girls are all like, oh, he's so cute. And Cameron does not care at all. He does not give one single fuck. But last time I was at a party with my brother. This one girl was hanging on him the entire night. Cutest girl ever hanging on him the entire night, and he did nothing. He just sat there, old kind of brushed he? her off a little bit. She tried to hold his hand. She tried to cuddle up next to him on the couch. I'm like, Cameron, you're insane.
2: Cameron sounds like, like a pip. Cameron know? sounds like he knows exactly what he's doing, actually.
1: He knows
3: exactly, exactly, exactly what he's doing.
1: That's what I, t- I tell these two, because... There's an awesome difference between brothers, which is, you know, me and my brother were totally different growing up, but, like, when it came to women, we had the same situation, but Cameron, the younger one, has a pimp hand. How old is Cameron? He just has it. He listens to every gangster rap song. He knows every lyric. He lives lives by the 50-cent book. Like, he'll listen to a rapper, and that's how he will be. He's not mean to girls. He just doesn't care. (laughs) Ian, the older one... Cameron's 16. He's, he's all about hockey, AAA, you know what I mean, travel, hockey. That's all he cares about is playing hockey and, you know, just chilling. And Ian gets caught up in a web. So every girl he feels, he's, he's highly empathetic, which is a great quality as a human being, but it does not serve you in the dating world, in the, in the fast dating world, because you end up stressed out and having a panic attack unless he finds the right girl
2: but that means ian may find the right girl sooner and wind up uh having a wife and kids and all that jazz uh earlier on in life that's not such a horrible thing by the way
1: yeah who knows he might but cameron the little one shows no interest in girls hanging on him and they're both you know if you could dave you could if you want to put a picture and show what my nephews look like they're and I'm not just saying this. They're, they're good-looking movies. kids. They're, yeah, they're good-looking they're, kids. I've they're the seen. coolest kids, and they look like they should be, like, you know, the, the face of, of Benetton. 2018, if that's even a company anymore. There you go. Are they on your that, Facebook? That, or that company, Benetton? I get, yeah. Put it this way. I put Ian. I had my girl back in the day who, like, is a model, an agent for kid models. But yeah. my brother and his wife did not want them doing it at all, really. But I put it, I submitted his picture on the low. you star dad the face of the U.S. postal stamp. <laughs> every, <laughs> every, household in the, every household in the country Had a picture of my nephew Ian housewives um, across
2: every, America Were hey, licking the back of you Hey is a
0: picture on your, your, your Facebook or what Mike
1: Oh yeah they're definitely My nephews are definitely on my Facebook you'll, you'll find them But they're also in incredible shape These kids oh. can eat whatever they want Their mom's genetics My dad. I found
3: shoulders. it but
1: it's from 2015
0: yeah, That's alright post it up It's 2015 though
1: but yeah, Stevie. By the way, that is a great episode. I'll have you chop that one up with me. Yeah, we'll play around with a few. Me want. and Ian on a double date.
2: Good looking kids By the right it
1: happened in life. Ten years ago, I went out. I went to a place with my uncle, who was like sixty at the time, and <laughs> this girl. This girl. Since sure the history my of youngs, and it it's, actually bothered me, I'm especially sure since did. he had us going to like men's warehouse for clothing. I was like, I don't even know where I am. Right
2: no, now. Mike, that's another episode. You 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 meet like a distant uncle, and he finally takes you to meet all the male youngs, and each one is older and older, and it's the same line of uh, women that are all chasing the eighty year old young is is dating the eighteen year. It's all the young men. They kill us.
1: Yo, by the way, let let it be known. I mean, my dad, he was married to my mom his whole life, but my dad was a charming dude. I'm my sure dad, he, he was, just, girls just loved my dad. They would, he would be jogging around campus at University of Arizona just to visit me for absolutely no purpose. Oh, you no, know? there was a purpose. <laughs> That's why I do Runyon <laughs> canyon What are you talking
2: about? <laughs> there was absolutely a purpose.
1: <laughs> it's full purpose. I understand the purpose now, but back then, like, you know, he just, yeah, Look, the youngs, the youngs, they got, they, they got a good you're game. You're
2: allowed to see what my cousin,
1: cousin Scotty, who's an intern, who's a, who's an anesthesiologist in Vegas.
2: Oh, Scotty's killing it. Scotty's I mean, killing it. Killing the game. All the youngs. He's rich and living in Vegas. Scotty is Scotty might be the young killing it the most. By the way.
1: Yeah, Scotty's he's doing, he's doing pretty damn good over there, living on some kind of weird golf course over outside right outside vegas five miles actually so you know what i mean talk real calm he's real calm he's like mike do you know that they built a uh pool at the strip club i was like what are you talking about yeah i mean he doesn't he doesn't talk like a doctor but by the way he's the first person i call when all hypochondria
2: oh i'm it. sure i'm sure he heard about the cold hands today did scotty know about the cold hands today
1: I talked to him yesterday about about the cold hands. He said the same thing. Just a little blood restriction, whatever's going on. It's It's anxiety, bro. Of course it's anxiety. I I think it's really,
2: it's time in life to take a breath. And by the way, this is upsetting me because you are my calm guru, Mike. You see, I realized you have me fooled all these years with that very calm voice and your cadence and everything like that. You're a fucking lunatic (laughs) is what I learned through my years. And by the way, it was a good learning lesson because I thought for so long everyone else had it figured out except me. (laughs) And the older I get, I realize nobody has it figured out. Not a single person. Oh. For, nobody. Nobody. Man.
1: Everybody. Anthony Robbins is having a crisis right now. You know what I mean? No, you know how he figured Robbins.
2: out. You know how figured out. Everybody. Ian's younger brother has it figured out because the girl was over and he played so cool. He was like, nah, coach, cool. just not, not just yet, not just yet." Ian, you, your little nephew has it figured out.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. Cameron's got it Cameron. Out. That's Ian's, his name. He's still fomo'd out. He's got to Wait. chop up. He's got to get. He's got to ghost all of his that.
0: So, a Mike. Nobody should know.
1: where
0: I was gonna say, were you able to use that charm when you were sitting courtside uh, next to Chris Tucker at the Cavs game?
1: <laughs> He's oh. dying
2: to use that. <laughs> oh my god, that was the best transition, Dave. Dave, I wish that. I... Never mind. Hey, right, guys, good night. <laughs> ah!
1: That a... No, that that by the way, that's a fantastic transition. That was, it was just... And when you're sitting courtside next to uh, Chris Tucker, you really don't need much game other than just sit down and look like you're having a great conversation with Chris Tucker the whole time. Which by the way, I could not believe how chill and cool and like humble and nice Chris Tucker was.
0: Oh yeah, he's awesome. He was
1: like by the time it was over, he was asking me a million questions. He's like, yo, what do you think about me doing some independent movies and getting back heavy into stand up? I'm like, are you asking me? Like, I'll, I'll manage you. We'll start a management company.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, when I, Chris I, Tuckler, first when I met him in Atlanta, he was very nice and humble because I was, I, was, I, was, I was calling him when I was working for the Atlanta Hawks and him, and his whole crew, they're all very nice and humble. Let's talk about your game, Dave.
2: Yeah. We need, I think Stock, talking about girls, I think we got to help out Stock Tip a little bit.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you're By there. By the way, Stevie, you're in LA. I think you should take him out. Because Dave opens the door, all right. He's all—he's uh, got more social media savvy than both my nephews. He's sure. on every app. He's got girl. He's got a whole thing. He's like, Yo, I got six girls coming to the comedy store. I got four going to the Rainbow. I got three. Cause-. He's got it going on.
2: I watched all this. The problem but- with Dave, I'll tell you what Dave's problem is, Mike.
1: Oh, so, yeah, Stevie, I, you were at dinner with I was there. I happened?
2: watched it in action. He goes, I have six girls. Come. I was like, what? I go, you have six girls? He goes, yeah, six girls are meeting me right now. Dave's
1: problem <laughs> is,
2: I figured it out. He gets something set in his head. You get setting out of how it's going to go. And you have the plan set. And the minute the plan does it, I see the, the, the wiring starts going a little haywire and you start getting a little shook. You can't get shook. I think the best thing, you need to take an improv class. Improv? I, I, what do you think about this, Mike? I think Dave needs to take an improv class so that when things, because life is not going to go as planned, no matter what it is in life. Yeah. And to the basic thing, it's not going to go as planned. There's going to always be uh, something flying at you from a different direction. So you'll learn how to take that and flow in a different way and apply it to women, and you'll be murdering the game. What do you think, Michael?
1: Genius idea. Uh, you know, now since we've been talking, my, my brother stepped in the room who took 1,000 improv classes and did it all in Second City. And he, Wait, he, is that he the famous Robert Young? Yes. Is that the famous correct. Robert Young? Dave, an improv class would be great for you because you're right at that five-yard line with all these things that you set up. But you're yeah, that would be great for you because you don't you don't always have the great ability to flow. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it when, when something shakes you, it, it stops you in your tracks. Yeah, yeah. Like right. when I was at the comedy store and you were tapping me on the shoulder while I was talking to Joe Rogan. I just wanted you to stop tapping me on the shoulder. And if you took a few improv classes, <laughs> you probably would have stopped the shoulder tapping, backed up a little bit chilled, and played the wall. Nobody and likes shoulder-tapper. Cool. Nobody. But yeah. I think an improv class. By the way, Stevie. Yeah. That's a great idea. Dave, Stevie great I... idea. What, what's my for nickname? You, you gave me
2: a nickname. You don't remember? Stevie Lightbulbs. What's that? Stevie Lightbulbs. I get great ideas. You know, I've, I've
0: been looking at some classes. I'll do that.
2: There you go. There you go. Wait, so Robert...
1: You because, you know, Robert... keeps calling to say who's going to play Stock Tip Dave, and you keep saying you're going to, you know, audition for yourself, but... We've we got to get you in the mix.
2: Wait, Robert Young is you in know? the room now, too?
1: Robert Young is in the room. Right okay, now. let's get Robert Young what on the board. You-
2: What's up, buddy? What's going what on?
1: Are- Yo, so- You got three Youngs at a, at a conference table, right? Three now.
2: Youngs at a conference table. That's a lot of calm talk. By the way,
1: Stevie, Stevie, Rob just goes,
2: Stevie should play stock tip tape. Stevie should. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm i going to work on it. I, I, I'll go deep into character. Dave, I might have to start following you around on a day-to-day. Right. But I think I can play myself. I just need a chance. You need a chance to play yourself? Yeah. Here, hold on. He's getting ready. Oh, I thought you were going to hit the no, button. No, I'm not no, person anything. I, I just like,
0: I think, I think... I think... My personality is so unique and original that I can do... Stock
1: tip Dave. It's Initial. Oh, yeah. Stock tip Dave. STD. Uh, no, no. TD, <laughs> STD. We got to get, get Dave in an improv class and... Dave, the chances are, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for you to uh, to play yourself. I'm just being real with you. You got to get that skill set down. You're going to have to audition for yourself. And, you can't be afraid of commitment we'll of yourself
2: it. like Michael is. You have to be committed to yourself. Oh, I know. So we want you to go home and masturbate right after this podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, give, call all 17 of those girls and, and, and see what's going on. You know what I mean? Make, make a move if you need to. Throw a hand on a thigh. It's not a me too move. Yeah. wrong with a hand to a
2: thigh? Nothing wrong okay. with a hand to a thigh. Well, actually, it could be interpreted wrong, a hand to a thigh. A hand to a thigh that, 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 that could, depending on the circumstance. Uh, you're,
1: right. you're right. You know what, Dave? I'm a physical person. I'm a lower back rubber. Huge I'm lower. A hand holder.
2: I got yelled my, I, well, someone yelled at me once he said I touch too many girls on the low part of their back and I always thought that that was um, a gentle movement like a, like a, like if I'm walking in a club or something like that like the small of the back I'll put my hand there to let someone know I'm behind them and I was told that it's very uncomfortable for girls that they don't like it and it, I w- it was never They're an intention wrong. to be You're, creepy
1: whoever told you that is wrong
2: I don't know it was a girl who told me that
1: that lower back yo I touched the girl's lower back she moved in with me for a year <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding I touched her lower back She told me that she felt so comfortable She was basically would not leave me alone Next thing I know she's living with me for a year This was years ago That's it all the cadence. started with a lower back firm security hold That's the wonderful cadence made of your good. voice by by the
2: way, I have a. I, that's the wonderful cadence of your voice, by the way, because I'm telling you, I would move in with you for a year with the way you just talk to me, Mike, and it, <laughs> you put you put people. <laughs> yeah. Can I can I ask you a question? Because I'm actually kind of a, so. Wait a second. So so where we really moved on up, Mike. You're in the all things comedy podcast studio, huh? Like I'm looking at pictures of Bill Burr yeah. and like who's that? That's uh, what's his face? That's that's uh, the, Bobby Lee. Stamari, they all Doug Stanhope. Doug, they all do podcasts in this room.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. We're in the best network, we're no, in the best no. podcast family we could no, be. No, they don't?
2: Not in this room. He, he says, is. No, Mike, sorry, hold on. They, they so wait, they don't?
0: No, they do it, but not in this room. I think they do
2: it and send it in here. Gotcha. Yeah. We're not at send it in level yet. We 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 have to still come in. Okay. But this is kind of cool. Well
1: no no. We don't have to, no we don't have to go in either. That's just a
2: it's just a great studio. Mike's ego kicked in the He goes, No, no, can. I can do it wherever I want. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> he goes, I don't have to come in that stinking room.
1: No, that's a great. I love the- I love all things comedy. Po- uh, that room. It's when are you great. coming? When are you coming back to me? By the way,
2: when are you coming back to L.A.?
1: I'll be back a week from Sunday, man. You know, I'm just the whole panic, the whole staying yeah, home with the family. Time. I ended up just staying home an extra bunch of time. That's Most fine. people would have gone back to L.A. and like not even thought about it. No, I we- got freaked out, anxious. We uh, just had a very so my neighbors above me started stomping around, and I think <laughs> I'm gonna move out of my apartment. Well, I just feel like
2: me and you, we, we had a very important night in our friendship. And I'm waiting so for you which to get night? back.
1: The night I was getting up straight, panicked, no,
2: called you? No, no, no. We went to dinner together. And me and you had a dinner. Oh, that was a great, great night. Great night, right? I feel like our friendship is ready to take it to the next level. So I'm waiting for you to get back so that we do, all of a sudden now we're, we're like, we're, I think we're going to become like, I probably talk to you at least three times a day on the phone, but I think we're going to be like once a, once a week dinner friends now as well. So it's like the next level of guy by friendship. By the way,
1: that was, <laughs> that was the best date I've had in two years.
2: I, unbelievable, I know.
1: Well, me and you at the uh, at Katana,
2: strong at night. Strong. I Just a
1: glass of wine, I had a Coca-Cola.
2: I was on fire that night, you by can't. the
1: way. By the way, the girls that work there are stunningly beautiful, and they all were feeling you that night. I don't know if it was Wait. the hat mixed with the voice. I don't know if it was that. Or, oh, no, you didn't have a hat.
2: I did my curly hair? Did you? I don't how, remember. How is Katana? Now. I've never actually been there. My, my new curly hair. I've been using okay, something I'll called sheen. Hey, I'll
1: Sheet. take it when we get back.
2: You're going to take Dave to Katana? Is Dave Katana ready? I've never heard. I don't, I've heard of it, but that's about it. Is Dave Katana ready or he needs to go to improv class first? We may, we may make you go to improv class first and then, get, then then, just switch up the life completely. Just throw you out there into the jungle and let, let's see what happens. Yeah. We should follow Dave. I want to put a camera on you. And just follow you around twenty four seven. I got to get into if I'm going to play Dave, I got to get into character. I mean, I've heard that before. I've had friends be like, "Oh yeah, I wish we could follow you around with the
0: camera, but have you not be aware that it's a camera, so you can just be you and not worry about the camera?"
2: That's that's not a bad idea.
1: Yeah, All we should day. do that. And Dave, we got to get to up your wardrobe a little bit too. I'd like to put you in like almost like a version of what those uh, like the ventriloquists dress you like a puppet. <laughs> By the way, this is where you get to make fun <laughs> but of Mike The, Dave. the, the gray like jacket and the nice bow tie
2: This is where you get to make fun of Mike Dave, because Mike is actually giving you fashion advice. Do you see what Mike looks like when he dresses? Yeah, Ian, why don't you why don't you help Mike, your uncle Mike, step his step his fashion game up?
1: Ian stepped out of the room, and they and they know they know they
2: know that you're a fashion disaster.
1: No fashion, but Stevie, my game has worked with my Nike gear my whole life. No, you're but the problem my whole life. My mom used to say, "You're not going out of the house dressed like that." Oh, so yes, I my yeah. problem is everything's been working out without a good fashion sense. But you are correct. I need to step up my fashion game. I need somebody next to me picking out clothes. And maybe you got be the Dave. fashion sense, so maybe we'll, we'll have you dress me when I get back.
2: No, but that wouldn't be fine. I want Dave to take you and dress you. <laughs> Dave is going to take you.
1: Are you kidding? I'll, I'll, I'll have $7 Target pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I you know to- the story. If Dave came to a meeting with me, he had pajamas on. We had to wait, on no. Party. Wait, say what? That's D- not how it happened. Dave,
0: you showed up in pajamas? No, no. I had no idea I was even going to be involved in the meeting. Like I literally thought that I was picking Mike up, dropping him off, and going home. Okay. So. And you know, I was just like I was, I was shuffling around for stuff, and then I just literally all I had was a t-shirt on, I had pajama p- pants on, and, yeah. and I wore dress
2: shoes because I figured I wasn't getting out of my. Wait, car. wait, 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 wait! Oh. No, 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 no! You don't just throw that into mix like it like that's a giveaway. You were wearing pajamas pajamas, pajama pants, a t-shirt, and what's yeah. the, with what with and what now? Dress shoes with dress shoes. I didn't think I was ever gonna with like a pair of wingtips. So you you, you you were tuxedo from the bottom, sleepy on top, basically <laughs> is what was going on. You had the pattern leather going on. With, but what would possess you to wear the dress shoes with the pajama pants? Because I was in a hurry to get out the door so Mike would get there on time. But what about slippers? I don't understand. The dress, the dress shoes were right there. You're like, fuck it. Let's just go to but oh. all the... By the way, this guy's committed, Mike. This guy... <laughs> see, this guy needs a raise. I'm going I'm, I'm to negotiate on your part right now, Dave. Let me explain something to you, Mike. This is an employee for life, okay? The guy... Left the house because he didn't want Mike Young to be late. So he threw on a pair of freaking, freaking padded leather tuxedo shoes that are uncomfortable <laughs> with his pajamas. Doesn't mind looking like a lunatic to make sure that his guy is there on time. Give him a race. <laughs> Done. Done. See? Now you can get $24 a week. There you go. There you go. <laughs> McDonald's every day. You just moved up to Chipotle. Done. Nice. There no, you
1: go. No, Stock that Dave's going to, he's, he's in the mix for good. He's in the mix. He's a, He's got, he's got my back. Always picks me up. Makes sure the cat hair is out of the car. What do you put in your car. hair? Mike, I
2: noticed you know what what lately, he's, by the way, your hair game. Sign,
1: only sign of cat hair I saw was on his black patent leather shoe one time. <laughs> your,
2: your, your, it, your hair game, by so, the way, Mike, is, is, is getting better. I have to say. Those you don't is know, it? Can you pull up a picture? Start, oh, actually, you don't have to. Look looked right there at the a picture of Michael. If anyone looks at a picture of Michael, <laughs> that's the driest hair on the planet he rubs two of his hair together it starts a fire that's how dry this guy's hair is (laughs) so recently we taught him about product and he got a haircut I wish if you have a picture can you pull it up of Mike now he cut his hair a little bit looks very smooth okay and he put some product guy looks unbelievable unbelievable a little too skinny lately but unbelievable
0: let's see are you still
2: yo am I looking too skinny because
0: I
1: don't like that here's here's right here
0: here's Mike right behind LeBron James and Chris
2: Tucker
1: that's his latest haircut right there you guys can see this, Mike. Yo, haircut. Stevie, am I looking too skinny on that picture?
2: Let me see. Let me look at the picture. Yeah, a little bit. A little, a little skinny in the neck, Mike. Your head's a little too big for your neck in the picture. You might have to calm down with the intermittent yo, fasting. Up?
0: I think it'd be an interesting fight. How do you get your, Yo, how do you get the neck bigger? How do you get? You got to.
2: What do you mean? No, it's just. It's just like you're just looking a little too thin lately, and I know I'm not the only one who's told you this. You're looking a little, a little too thin. It's a. It's it's time. How can to, I gain
1: weight? I was trying to eat as much as possible.
2: No, it's, it's...
1: yeah. I think it's, I, I, I think it's stress.
2: Of, it is stress, and are you, are you still intermittent fasting?
1: No, I'm done. I was doing that for almost a year, I feel like, and I was eating one meal a day, and it was... The first meal was candy, and the <laughs> second meal was, like, the protein from the, from the grove, and I've been tricking myself into thinking I was feeling good, but really what I was was, I was just lightheaded. I so I was like, oh, doing- this is great. I feel so, like, light, but I'm lightheaded. So wait, so is it possible so, you don't have vertigo?
2: And that, it was the, that you're just saying for a year you were lightheaded. So maybe you don't have vertigo. Maybe well, you were just not eating enough. I mean, he doesn't look like, quite look like that anymore. Oh, my God. Wait, that's Mike Young's
1: high school picture?
2: Yeah, right here. No, what a head of hair on you, Michael.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding? Buddy, what is it? Which picture? Is it? Am I in a Lathrop jacket, varsity? No, you're
2: in like a suit and tie, but it looks like you just got off the football field with, like, <laughs> with a helmet, except the helmet's your hair. Like, you, you you, could take on a quarterback and linebacker with that head. Oh, my
1: God. By the way, the weird thing is I do look skinny, but I'm the same, I'm like the same weight. So no, you're not.
2: Just, you're not the my same. My legs have
1: been doing. You, you
2: lost a lot of weight since you started intermittent fasting. And it just, you, you went a little, it happens to everybody. Listen, I wish I could be. By the way, there's nothing wrong with being, you can never be what, too young or too skinny to say? So you're fine. It doesn't really nah, matter.
1: That's a girl. <laughs>
2: too rich or too what? skinny? You can never be too rich or too skinny? I don't know. Too funny or too skinny?
1: Yeah, no, you're right. You know what the whole the whole fasting thing? My my diet my pr- was way off. I'm going back to being healthy. I don't know what got into me. You know what it was? I started walking like seven miles a day because I didn't have a car. You know, I, I was like, oh, yo, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna live life without a car. I'm gonna just make my workout my walking, and I'm gonna Uber and just and walk. And so I literally for the last year. I started walking like six, seven miles a day just um, that's just, just for fun. And I started really feeling amazing.
2: Yeah, it's what I do. But I go I, hiking.
1: I, but I did lose a ton of weight, and I don't like it. I need to get my my strength, my mid, my center of gravity back. I think you should come to you the know? gym with me, Even,
2: not that I'm a gym guy.
0: See, I, I copied your move. I walked to the Grove the other day for exercise, so. It's a, it's no, it's
1: great exercise, but if you don't, well, if you're not careful, then you're just going to lose a bunch of weight. Like, look at skinny, look at look at guys, that, look at the Olympic walkers.
2: They're hey, all did you just say there are, is there really Olympic walking? <laughs> are you? Know. Is that a joke? Are you for real? <laughs> By the way, instead of single Mike, we're going to name you show Skinny Mike. Ah, ah, ah. You see, that's when you hit the button, Dave. Da, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, listen, I'm not, I'm not kidding though. I'm done. I got to either up the weights of the food or just stop walking so much. But I was walking so much that it was nothing for me to walk to the comedy store two and a half miles. Because in reality, it only takes 20 minutes. Of
2: course. So
1: like everyone's so lazy minded. They're like, oh, I'm never, I'm not walking. But meanwhile, it's a 20 minute walk and you feel amazing. I just wasn't including proper diet in my life. And I was losing weight, and I'm fucking over it. I'm but done. Let me. How was your clipping? Mean, by Did the it? way, girls like it better when I got a little belly. You know of what course, I mean?
2: they like a little bit. But but how was? By the way, how was your how was your clipping performance when you were feeling like this? I have a feeling still, that you're
1: still strong. No, still still strong, but I gotta say, not as strong as when I'm on my pasta and my steak. Oh, they, there's nothing my, better than you know a full I mean? belly
2: clip. You got a full belly, and you get the clipping is great.
1: Exactly, and I was, I I gotta be honest, I wasn't as strong of a a clipper on the walking program, you know? I I remember. And it's like, when you get down, what's
2: that? I'm just thinking about a time that I clipped that it it wasn't my strongest performance, and I actually apologized for the performance, and I begged for a second chance just to prove that I can actually do better than the one that she got. I felt like I cheated her on the experience.
1: Man. Yeah, you You probably, by the way, you probably ate tofu that day or vegetables. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it could have been a vegetable day. It definitely could have been a vegetable
1: No, I'm day. not kidding. You can't clip on vegetables. Vegetarians, I don't care what they say, no one's strong clipping. No one's it's strong clipping impossible. on My inspiring. cousin, The doctor, he told me straight up. He's like, you want to kill your sex drive? You want to kill the whole thing? Go veggie and go tofu. You'll never clip again. Really? So, really? Oh, 100%. 100%. I did not know that. I did not know that. The <laughs> best said clip, I the
2: said I did not know clip
1: that. Clip diet, Steak, a little, and just a little steak, a little pasta, a little tequila. And, I was going to say a little, a little whiskey, espresso,
2: a little whiskey, some good conversation, a nice restaurant. Is the is, the, is definitely Don Julio. I think there you the, go, the, the, the tequila he drinks.
1: Don Julio. <laughs> that's what In I one year, Don Julio is going to be sponsoring this program because I'm going to talk about how much how, how good it actually Mike, can if be you had for to give you. In, up, very, in moderation, if you had to give of up course, one thing, I haven't had a I'm going on seven months without a drink except for the one drink the night before I had vertigo. Michael, but. comedy,
2: <laughs> clipping, or tequila? You have to give up. You, you get to keep one.
1: I, I keep clipping.
2: You keep clipping? Comedy's, you know out, the mm-hmm. wind.
1: comedy's out the fucking window. Comedy's out the window. I throw tequila right out the window. Tequi- well, tequila, the, forget about tequila. it.
2: N- nothing like a good What's that clip. Listen, nothing like a good clip guy loves comedy loves to kill didn't even think twice <laughs> he's like that's a comedy out the window forget it
1: but i, I don't listen, know yeah listen yeah. you can call actually i'm not even going to say it cuz i was going to say back in the day when the comedy store was not packed <laughs> when it was an empty building and there were seven people in there called joe rogan asked him what was going on back there i a, mean a lot of Clinton. we had more fun. we it was just a fun environment nowadays you you know the comedy store is making so much money and they're killing the game you can't you know you can't do what you did back then the but way, i was devious
2: by the way would you say now i'm, cu- I'm actually curious about something not a comedy's blown up right it, i think comedy we could say the internet is taking comedy to another level is that a fair fair assessment would you agree with that so far
1: I would agree with that, okay. but ironically, it's the same seven people that are well, still funny. That's what I was going to ask a you. a bunch of people that are not funny. Well, that's what I was going to ask are, you. That are, by the way, that are selling tickets. That,
2: but does it force the comedy clubs, like the comedy store now? You have this plethora, this huge amount of comics that want to do stand up and they're doing stand up all the time, but it doesn't equate necessarily to better performances by having so many people that do stand up now. Is that true? So you're saying that the competition.
1: Absolutely true. A- absolutely true. But the good thing about the comedy store is they still siphon out the shitty comics and they still pretty much, there's a few lames that get put up, but like for the most part, it's still strong, great pro comics that are, you know, high level that get to play the comedy store. Sure. But if you look around the country at the improv and a bunch of different clubs, you see some mediocre shit selling tickets because they're big on social media and you know, it's a waste of energy to hate on them. I can't hate on them. But they know who they are. You know who you are when you're half a lane and you're selling tickets. And if you can live with yourself, you live with yourself. But to me, the craft of comedy is the most gangster shit of all time. And if you're not going to be dope, and by the way, let them be social media superstars and, you know, go do their comedy and make their their money now. Because it isn't going to last. You know what I mean? It's just not going to last. I don't know. You know, you can only have a window. But I agree with you. I, I'm it's, saying you can only have a window as a mediocre. Comic. Well, I think it's a mediocre. I'm not talking about like, talking about like Sebastian, who is going to be able to kill it till he's 90. Dude, so funny. You know what I mean? Guys that have real, real talent.
3: It you is know? the most gangster I just gangster think it's art film.
1: unfortunate. Judd Apatow was talking about it the other day. He's like, he was talking about, like, all you know, yes, there's a million new networks and places to play, but quality control is gone. There's such shit that's being put out there because they need more content. You can never have quality. But there's a the flip door. side to that, and actually, appetite- because
2: good shows are not getting watched. Like, for example, I, I mean, I know that, that you we discussed this. You pitched this concept a while ago, so you may have a, a little bit of feeling towards it. But like I'm Dying Up Here, in my opinion, is one of the best shows on TV that may not be coming back because they don't have the viewership because – people don't have the patience anymore to, to sit for an hour of television. Not when you have these quick 30-second boom, 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 boom lifestyle in your, in your face at all times. So I, I don't know if good content is being pushed through.
1: It's, listen, There's still smart. there are still some smart executives that want to see great quality happen. Okay. And you've know, you got your Westworlds and your high-level written one-hour dramas. And there's still good quality. But you're right. We're living in a world where everybody's on analytics. And, like, if they don't get a quick hit, you know, a big number on that night, they're going to cancel your show. I haven't seen – I actually have never watched a whole episode of I'm Dying Up Here, which is weird because it's my world. Yeah. But people say they love it. And I don't know why. I heard it might be getting – maybe it won't get canceled, but I heard it maybe was getting canceled. But, you know, the the couple – the one episode I saw like three quarters of an episode I don't know no man. you caught the, the worst cool episode I, I remember with episode you... I don't know why people are not watching
2: it you caught a bad episode too I remember which episode you saw no you need to start watching that from the beginning like really like episode three and four of like the first season are unfucking believable it's just it's a great show there's definitely some great content out there and I can't wait for the content of single when are we shooting single mic can we, can we talk about that are we allowed to talk about yeah, that yeah right,
1: listen I mean we we don't we shouldn't talk too much about it but I had a couple of great meetings this week. We got the dough if we wanted to go shoot it. Beautiful. I wanna do the smartest thing about it. I wanna just be very smart about it. And we are gonna shoot two episodes and they're gonna be just two awesome half hours and we got a team together that, in my opinion, we don't have to go say, hey, do you think this is funny? We know, if my five like-minded friends who I respect their talent and, are, and they, they're proven, if they dig something, I just want to make something I like. So I know it's, I know that I love it and I know that my five friends love it. And I think they're a reflection of what could be a hit. So we are going to make it and I'm like 25 pages in the first script and like, you know, and then I'll start on the next one. But that's, that's another reason I've been in Michigan is just staying in the hole, making these little secret calls to, you know, just to, to put the money in the bank to go independent, just to shoot it independently and it's it's looking excellent. So that's where that is. I don't want to get by the too way, deep Dave, into it. Dave,
2: you, you know he, cool? that's all bullshit. He's in Detroit because he's scouting Ian's girls because they're now eighteen. That's why he's really in Detroit. He's looking for girls that, that about that just turned eighteen. <laughs> now we're talking, Dave. We're getting the hang of it.
1: <laughs> Yo, by the way, we're. I think we're probably going to wrap up. Is Aaron giving you the wrap-up, sorry?
2: Not yet, but I think it's about that time anyway. Aaron's had enough. Aaron's had enough of all of us. He's like, I listen to Bill Burr, and i got to listen to schmuck Stevie Government for now. He's like, no, 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 no. I've had enough. I've had enough yeah. of me, too.
1: So, so we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. All right. Well, anything um, to promote, Dave? Anything to promote? Our, our podcast account? Yeah, uh, July. Uh, actually, June 23rd, I'll be performing with Saget. At the Coconut Casino My mother's going
2: My mother is going And my father They're going to see you
1: can't wait to see the Gutmans So we're playing there July 13th and 14th We're playing Irvine Improv And make sure you come check us out Stories that need to be told And Stevie Gutman Great having you bro You're taking over my spot Good guest hosting I dig it People love hearing Stevie on the podcast A lot of insight A lot of wisdom you know what I mean? I told you the lower back hold is
2: solid. Lower back hold. I don't have to Stock worry about to that.
1: Stock, Stock to Dave. Stock well, to Dave. I want to know when when what Dave strong. has to promote. Hold on. When when Dave. Comes strong.
2: Dave, it looks like he has something to promote. Oh, no, I
0: was just going to promote our Instagram account. We just went, uh, went over 200 followers for the stories that need to be told Instagram account. Chris, when you weeks. hit the
2: button, hit the button, hit the button. Dave. No, like a cheers button, son. You just went over 200 followers. You got to have one where the crowd go, The crowd goes wild. Hey, I've had the program for three days.
0: I'm still filling up. Uh, I, have
1: like, I have like 11 wah,
3: different wah,
0: wah. All right. There you go, Dave. Uh,
1: yeah, All right. Listen, let's get out. Let's get out. All right. Real quick,
2: real quick, get Mikey. Out. Real quick, in case you haven't seen it, I want to promote real quick. In case you haven't seen it, Mike directed this movie that I'm in called The Stand-Up Guy, all right? You can find it. It's still out there. You need to check it out. Mike's a great director. I'm a great actor. There's another, No problem. There's another little movie out that I'm in. It's called First We Take Brooklyn. Directed and starring Danny Abikazer, Harvey Keitel, Annalyn McCord. You can find it on all online platforms, including your on-demand. And end of August, we go shoot the next one. I'll keep you posted on that. Got another movie coming out in the works. (laughs) Ha-ha. It's been a good year. And uh, Mike, in case I haven't reminded you, you mentioned I only reminded you 11 times. Here's the 12th. Don't forget to call the guy from UTA. Maybe he'll hook me up.
1: (laughs) Ha-ha-ha-ha. I got you. I got you, Steve. I got you. Young management. All right. right. Yo, thanks for doing this, guys. I'll see you later. I'm in the D. I'll see you when I get back. Doc tip Dave, Stevie Gutman, this is Mike Young. I'm out.
2: We're out of here. See you later. Later, guys.
0: Take me back when I was a kid. Take me Never back. Never had now. to worry about oh. what I did. The one time I'm one, a man two. now. What's Check the plan it out. Gotta get Motown it down no time Get it down. Now. Take me back when I was one, a kid. Two. Never had to worry Take about what back. I coming did. coming back for you. But I'm a man now. I'm a man now.